Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 104, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Welcome back, everyone. It's day 104, which doesn't seem like a very important number, but after today, all of our readers have read to us four times each, and that means we are four-tenths or two-fifths of the way along our journey through the entire Bible. Hooray! Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. Hello, Marvin. So yes, two-fifths through. And actually, we've just a couple more days before we'll be finished in the book of 2 Samuel. Oh, okay. Yeah, but but we're not done with the story of David yet, are we? No, that's right. And, well, that's just as well, because yesterday would not have been a great place to leave him. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yesterday he had Uriah killed, huh? That's right. Yesterday was a real low point in David's life. And yesterday's reading finished by telling us that God was not pleased with David. So today we'll hear what happened next. Okay, yeah, so who's reading for us today? Today, it's our friend Winston. Oh, hi, Winston. Hello there. Today, we're reading from the second book of Samuel, and it's chapter 12, and it's the first 15 verses. And this is the story where Nathan the prophet tells David he has sinned. So we start at verse 1. The Lord sent the prophet Nathan to David. When Nathan came to him, he said, Two men lived in the same town. One was rich, and the other was poor. The rich man had a very large number of sheep and cattle, but all the poor man had was one little female lamb. He had bought it, he raised it, he grew up with him and his children. It shared his food, it drank from his cup, it even slept in his arms. It was just like a daughter to him. One day a traveller came to the rich man, and the rich man wanted to prepare a meal for him, but he didn't want to kill one of his own sheep or cattle. Instead, He took the little female lamb that belonged to the poor man. Then the rich man cooked it for the traveller who came to him. David was very angry with the rich man. He said to Nathan, The man who did this must die. And that's just as sure as the Lord is alive. The man must pay back four times as much as that lamb was worth. How could he do such a thing? And he wasn't even sorry he had done it. Then Nathan said to David, You are the man. The Lord, the God of Israel, says, I anointed you king over Israel. I saved you from Saul. I gave you everything that belonged to your master Saul. I even put his wives into your arms. I made you king over all the people of Israel and Judah. And if all that has not been enough for you, I would have given you even more. Why did you turn your back on what I told you to do? You did what is evil in my sight. You made sure that Uriah the Hittite would be killed in battle. You took his wife to be your own. You let the men of Ammon kill him with their swords. So time after time, members of your own royal house will be killed with swords. That's because you turned your back on me. You took the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your own. The Lord also says, I am going to bring trouble on you. It will come from your own family. I will take your wives away. Your own eyes will see it. I will give your wives to a man who is close to you. He will sleep with them in the middle of the day. You committed your sins in secret, but I will make sure that the man commits his sin in the middle of the day. Everyone in Israel will see it. Then David said to Nathan, 
I have sinned against the Lord. Nathan replied, The Lord has taken away your sin. You aren't going to die, but you have dared to show great disrespect for your Lord, so the son who has been born to you will die. Nathan went home. Then the Lord made David's child very sick. That was the child David had by Uriah's wife. Thanks, Winston. Oh, Dave, Nathan was kind of sneaky there, huh? I mean, in a good way. Yep, Nathan was smart. David needed to see his sin for what it was, needed to see how evil his actions had been. Nathan's story was a clever way of showing him. David got angry about the man in the story, and so when Nathan turned it around and said, you are the man, well, David realized that just like he was angry with the man in the story, God was right to be angry with him. He was just as bad and even worse than the bad guy in Nathan's story. Yeah, and David said that the guy in the story should be killed. That's right, but what's kind of interesting here is how David reacts. When we do something wrong and we get caught, do you know what we normally do? Oh, uh, I don't know, maybe run away and hide? Well, maybe, Marvin, but what we all usually do is try to make excuses. Adam did it in the Garden of Eden. When God asked him about the fruit, well, he said it was Eve's fault. She gave it to him. When Moses asked Aaron why he had made the golden calf, well, he tried to blame the rest of the Israelites. It was their fault. They made him do it. When Saul got caught taking the stuff God had told him to destroy, he said, oh, no, but we kept it to offer it to God. And it was the people. They did it. See, we all do that. We try to find something that takes the blame off us makes it not as much our fault. It's because of something or someone else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I've probably done that. But here, David doesn't do that. When he sees what's happened, he doesn't make excuses. He doesn't try to blame anyone or anything else. He just comes clean and says, yes, I have sinned against God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I hadn't really noticed that part. Yep, David shows us how we need to react to our own sinfulness. There's no point making excuses. There aren't any. There's no point trying to hide it. God knows all about it. We just need to bring our sin to God and say we're sorry. We just have to say to God, I am a sinner. Have mercy on me. And when we do that, God is faithful to forgive us our sins. Okay, yeah, so David was forgiven, but, well, his son still dies though, right, Dave? He did. Uh, Our sins can be forgiven, but that does not mean our sins don't have consequences. Sometimes we can fix those. We get the chance to put things right. But in this case, God brought about a very sad consequence from the horrible evil David had done. And the child that he had had with Uriah's wife got very sick and died. And that wasn't the only consequence. David's sin would cause all sorts of trouble in his family from now on. So today, boys and girls, don't make any excuses. Don't try to hide it or blame someone else. Today, bring your sins to God and ask his forgiveness. Okay, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Thank you, Marvin. And, well, I think that will do it for today, so we will say goodbye until tomorrow. Oh, yeah, tomorrow's quiz day. Okay, well, bye, everyone. We'll see you then. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.